Today, we're continuing our journey into the world of picking and using a word of the year for your business. So now you've chosen your word. So what? What now? What in the world do you do with it? And what does it mean to have picked a word? And where do I go from here? The key is the more you connect with your word, understand it, the more impact it will have on you and your business. Just like your business clarity journey or knowing your business vision and mission, if you do not engage with it, review it, examine it, keep it visible, you aren't going to get very far with it and you're not going to get out of it what you want. Today, we're talking about how to cultivate your word, get to know it, and stay motivated with it throughout the year. Hello there, and welcome to the SELA Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertson, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. Before we dive in, however, I want to go over a couple things. What if you want to pick a word of the year? You listened to the last episode and you felt motivated, but you've went through the, a couple exercises and you're feeling stuck about which word to pick. What do you do? This is something we all run into when we develop the habit of picking a word every year. I want to share with you a few tips and some encouragement with you for when you're feeling stuck in picking your word of the year. One, it's okay. This is not uncommon. Picking a word of the year sounds simple, but it's not always. It's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. Two, do not panic. You are not behind. Why in the world would you want to put that much pressure on yourself for picking a word of the year? It is crazy. We do it all the time to ourselves, don't we? Just because you are needing to dig a little deeper and maybe a little bit longer than someone you see on Instagram does not mean that you're doing it wrong or that there's something wrong with you. Three, keep moving forward. It could be that this year you simply need more time and there's nothing wrong with that. Years ago, I finally had to sit down with myself and say, what, what happens if I don't have my word picked right away? What's the worst that's going to happen? Because there are years I've needed until February and one year until March until I had my word chosen. The reality is not much is going to happen. You may have a sense that you're missing something. You're probably feeling frustrated with yourself, that you're not as far ahead as you felt you should be. But you know what? Amazingly, life will go on. You can still work on your projects. You can still work on your business. You can still work on some of the, those goals that you've set, even without having picked the perfect word out for the year. I love what Emily P. Freeman says of emilypfreeman.com. She's an author and podcaster, and she says on every episode of her podcast, Take the next right step in love. And you can do that with or without your word of the year chosen. Tip number four, try a word on for size and run with it. You could always change it later if you need to. 
One year, I had three solid candidates of words on my list for a week or two, and I was having a hard time picking the final word that I was going to focus on. And remember, as we talked about in the last episode, your word is not set in stone. It's okay to change it. Decide on one now, take that pressure off, and start working with it. If it fits you, if it works great, perfect. Keep going. If not, try the next one on and and go through your list until you find the one that works with you. And you will know. You will know that if you're trying that word and it just feels hard and you're stuck with it, it's probably not going to work. When you find a word that all of a sudden it makes sense, it fits, you understand the definitions and you're seeing how it could come to life in your business, that is a really good sign that you're on the right track. And maybe one of those words is what you need for that quarter. Great. Maybe you need two words, one for the first half of the year, one for the second. Go for it. There's no wrong or right way to pick a word of the year. So now that you've gotten unstuck and you've found your word, what do you do with that word? What's next? What are you supposed to do with it? What do you do with this word? One, know your why behind your word. When you connect with an idea, a project, a goal, a habit you're developing, you have a strong why connected to it. And when you do, you have a much higher chance of success. Knowing and having a deep understanding of that connection will help you move forward even when it's hard. Take a few minutes and spend time writing out the feeling or the experience you want to have in the coming year. How do you want your business to feel? How do you want to work in your business? How do you want to work on your business? Where do you feel like you're being called in your life and business in the coming year? Ask yourself, how is your word going to show up in your business and through the coming months? How can you use it and apply it? Know the why he chose that word. Really connect with it that way. Two, you can take all that information and create a word of the year journal. Set aside a dedicated journal just for your word of the year. And I know you because you're just like me and you have a lot of blank journals and fun pens that you collect throughout the year. Now is a great time to pull one of those out and start using it. Set aside one of those journals to explore your word throughout the year. Most likely, it will end up as a collection of verses and quotes, definitions, resources, ideas, and tools of all centered around your word. You can even call it your word of the year commonplace journal. What should you put in this journal? What should you write about? Here are a few ideas to help you get started. First, start out with a definition. What does your word mean? Look at it as a noun, as a verb, as an adjective. Look at the synonyms. Pull out as much as you can about your word and maybe spend a week looking at one specific definition and diving into it and how that definition could apply to your business and to your life. Or you could also look up quotes. Do a search about your word. Say quotes about your word and find what quotes contain your word. Does that give you a deeper understanding of its definition and how you perceive the word? What about Bible verses? Are there any scriptures you can pull out that are related to your word? Are there scriptures that include your word specifically? What does that tell you about that word? And how can you apply that biblical definition into your business and life? As you're getting to know your word, keep going back and reflecting. What does the word mean to you now? Because it will probably be different from the day you first picked it. How do you see that word showing up in your life? How did it show up in January versus how it shows up in June or December? And again, reflecting in why did you pick this word? What is your why? Set aside time to regularly look back and see how you applied the word in your life in the previous week and add that to your journal. 
And then ask yourself, how do you want to apply it in the coming week? What is something that you've learned that is very helpful that you want to take into the next week? This journaling process can be a great excuse to pull out all your crafty supplies and maybe do it an art journal. Be creative. Make the journal as fun for you to use as possible. Or keep it as simple and plain as possible. Go plain bullet journal or just place the jot down notes. The point is make it a format that you will use, not that feels like a burden. Make it personal and meaningful to you. Three, create some visual reminders. Personally, I need visual cues and reminders to help me stay motivated and often just to remember what's going on. With visual reminders, however, you can put it on your office wall. You can add it to your planner. Make it a wallpaper for your phone or your computer. Go into Canva and have fun. They have some great word of the year projects in there. You can even go crazy and create a custom mug with your word or order a word of the year bracelet off of Etsy. There are some great options there. Having and using visual reminders and cues will help take care of that out of sight, out of mind problem we so often face when we're trying to develop a habit, when you're trying to cultivate your word. Idea number four is to put actions to your word or what I call actionify your word. Ask yourself how you're going to bring this word to life and make it a focus in the new year. My word for 2023 has been stewardship. So once I had my word selected, there were some questions I asked about how I was going to put that word into action. Again, what does stewardship mean to me? Why did I pick the word? What does it mean for me to be a good steward of my time, resources, health, relationships, and business? How do I want to practice stewardship in my life and business? An important one is what are my plans to stay accountable in my stewardship journey? When you don't make a specific list of action steps, your word can end up feeling a bit nebulous and like, why did I bother to pick one in the first place? It doesn't have any defined shape or form to make it real with you. And so you, when you actionify your word, that gives you some shape and some form and some definition. And you can see how you can support your journey with it. Ask yourself, will this action help me understand my word better? Will it help me understand my clarity journey better? And I think number five here, this point number five is very important. Release your unrealistic expectations. Again, it's easy to get caught up in the fervor of starting the year out with a blank slate, starting the year off fresh and having your business all figured out, your goals clearly defined and your word, perfect word picked out. We get caught up in all these grandiose plans and expect to see giant leaps and bounds of progress right away. It's no wonder we fizzle out. It's no wonder resolutions are forgotten by the middle of January, if not sooner. We expect so much from ourselves and get incredibly unrealistic in what we can accomplish during the day, week, or month. And as a result, our New Year's resolutions, our goals, and even our word become burdens. Each year, we need to take a closer look at those expectations we place on ourselves and release the ones that no longer serve us. And that is the beauty of a word of the year. Keep it simple. Keep it doable. And remember, this is just a journey. It's not about a destination. A word can help you release some of those unrealistic expectations you put on yourself and understand the journey you are on. Tip number six, our final tip here, is conduct regular reviews and reminders to review your word. Make your word a part of your planner, of your weekly examine and business review, review routine, your quarterly business review routine, your end of year routine, whatever routines you have on your schedule and in your business plan to help you review your word and how it's serving you. Set aside time during your review sessions and do a check-in. 
about what the word that you've selected. Does it still apply? What more have you learned about your word? What ideas or ahas have come from it? Where have you seen it come up in life, in business conversations, and the observations you have made? Do you need a new one? Has your current word served its purpose, and is it time to move on to the next word? Reflect and review routines are essential to our lives and businesses if you want a proactive and thoughtful business instead of a reactive one. So, I would ask you, how are you going to engage with your word this year? How are you going to incorporate it into your business? Because remember, one, know your why. Understand the why behind your word and why you chose it. Two, create your word of the year journal. You could keep it a simple bullet type journal where you're just jotting down notes and observations throughout the year or go all fancy and create an art journal. It's your journey. You get to decide. Three, create visual reminders. Put it around your office, on your phone, in your planner, wherever you're going to see it on a regular basis and remind yourself to not forget this word because it can be an important part of your clarity journey. Again, actionify your words. Ask yourself, how are you going to apply it? How are you going to engage with this word? And how do you want to practice your word? Five, don't forget to release your unrealistic expectations about the progress you're going to make with this word. It's your journey, your pace, your business. Six, we all need to to do regular reviews and reminders about our routines and our words in our businesses. We need to check in regularly and see how we're doing with our word and decide if it's served its purpose and if we still have more to learn. I'd love to know how you're going to engage with your word this year. What word did you pick? And I'd love to know what are some of the tools that we've talked about here that you're going to use to help you discover your word, dive into your word, and journey with it throughout the year. If you would like help developing your word of the year, how you're going to apply it to your business, if you would like help with your clarity journey, I'd love to invite you to look into my Business Clarity Reset Program, where I am your guide through your clarity journey. I have a client who recently finished the program and sent me this feedback. I was ready to give up on my coaching business. Maybe it was time to shift focus and maybe God was through with using me as a coach to writers. I knew in my heart what I wanted to help them through and do, but I was having a hard time articulating and connecting with new clients. Through Marta's Business Clarity Reset, I was able to articulate a clearer vision. She helped me sift through all of my thoughts and content to distill a message that resonated within my core and gave me the confidence I needed to continue with a more defined coaching and creating a business. Thank you, Kim, for this amazing testimonial. You can learn more about Kim at her website, kimstedman.com. In the Business Clarity Reset Program, we go on this journey together of helping you peel back the layers of confusion, get to the core of who you are, and give you the foundational pieces you need to design an aligned business that fits you. And it could be that your word of the year is an important part of your clarity journey in the new year. You can learn more about the Business Clarity Reset program at selastudios.co forward slash reset. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.